Hello, friend. You're jonesing for a quiz? Well, good for you because you found the relevant cupboard once again open to the public after extensive refurbishments. Yes, I am referring to the dream catcher I got from the local craft market. I see you admiring it there. They told me it's a traditional Yorkshire thing, so five years after moving here, I feel I'm finally being accepted as a local. Expensive, but worth it. If we haven't met yet, my name's John, and for some reason I've written you 20 questions, which, trust me, are coming up soon. They're worth two points each to the right candidate and divided into four sleek and innovatively formatted rounds for your convenience. The first of which is, oh look at that, round one, which is the return for the first time since episode 20 of Chandler Bing Crosby. Now if you're too young to remember this round, I read out a clue for each question which will hopefully lead you to two different famous people or fictional characters whose names combine neatly together. For example, the clue, could this Christmas be any whiter, would give us Chandler Bing Crosby, the Friends character with a similar catchphrase to the phrasing of that clue, and the singer of White Christmas, and also the name of this round. Uh, I'll also throw in what they're both famous for as a free hint beforehand. You'll get the hang of it quickly, I have no doubt. Question one then, we're after a singer and a fictional character, and the clue goes thus. Hello, is it money you're looking for? This comic book kid makes it all night long. One more time. Hello, is it money you're looking for? This comic book kid makes it all night long. Does that make any sense to you? We're looking for two names mashed together neatly. Question two, a singer and an actor. Dude looks like a lady, especially when he plays Medea. Dude looks like a lady, especially when he plays Medea. Is Clue slash question number two. Question three, an actor and I'm going to say a tycoon. It goes like this. Running from a dinosaur in heels. Sounds like you need an aviator. I'll read it again. Running from a dinosaur in heels. Sounds like you need an aviator. So we're starting with an actor and then we're finishing with a tycoon is the word I've gone with. Question four then, a sports star and a fictional character. This second baseman helped cast away racial barriers in baseball. I'll read that again with emphasis on a particular word. This second baseman helped cast away racial barriers in baseball. Hmm, what could it be or who more specifically could it be? Question five is our last one here. We're looking for an actor and a writer. The clue reads... Not many would call Han Solo the good soldier, but he does get a medal at the parade's end. One more time. It's a bit of a highbrow, lowbrow thing here. Not many would call Han Solo the good soldier, but he does get a medal at the parade's end. That I don't know. But So the rule here, basically, if you've got one of the people, just write it down. There are two points available for each question. So if you get one of them right, if you get, you know, let's say two thirds of the name, uh, then you get a point still. But to get those two points, maximum two points for the question, you're going to have to provide me with the entire answer that I give you during the answers section after round four. That, however, is in our distant future because what happens next is round two after this. Their minimum objective must be the entire Round two is a lovely old music round called False 
instruments, five instrumental song intros, but if they were played on a wider variety of instruments than your average pop banger. This is with the aid of my trusty MIDI keyboard, Gary. Nice one, Gary. I need to know, please, both the song title and the original artist for a point each for each question. The first of which is on South African voice effects. Trust the old South African voice effects and sounds like this. There it is, sounding rather nice. Song title and original artist, please. I'm not going to do repeats here. The round started at 4.07 if you want to go back and listen to them all again. But we're going to plough forwards with question two on cello, staccato style. Yeah, not a massive amount to go on there. Imagine that on the correct instrument and you'll be closer to the truth, though. Right. Question three is uh, led by a return for the pipa. Sounds like this. Recognisable riff that, I-M-O, in my opinion, for short. Question four I've put is on unusually high timpani and tubular bells, finally. A rather abrupt ending there. Um, You will get to hear how that uh, blends in with the original song. Uh, when we get to the answers. I will say with this one, I'm being lenient on the artist. There's a very famous version, um, but some people did it beforehand. Some people you would have heard of, in fact. Um, Just put whoever, and you'll probably be right. Question five is, of course, you know it on dog. And here it is. Prepare to get emotional. Yep, cuts off rather suddenly again there. I've tried to get them all so that they, they cut out at the exact moment the vocals come in, uh, some with more success than others, but you'll hear them all blended Yeah, at the end, like I say. Right, that's round two. Remember, you skip back a few minutes uh, to around the four-minute mark if you want to do those again. Uh, but if, like me, you want to move on to round three, just stick around. Okay, don't panic. Round three is a second the best round. If you can tell me the first thing in a category, you get one point. But remember the name of the round. Saying instead the second place thing in that category is the only way to the two points we all so crave. You only get one guess per question. This second answer is often harder to get. Hopefully this presents you with some minor quandaries just to unnecessarily complicate your day slightly more. Great, let's get going. 
Question one then, or category one, teams in the 2022 FIFA World Cup. I'm talking about the final ranking here. So basically uh, the team that won for one point or the team that came second slash lost in the final for two points. Um, that is the preferable answer, of course. Question two, assassinated US presidents. Chronologically speaking, of course. So either the first sitting US president to be, uh, well, assassinated, unfortunately, in office, or the second sitting or indeed standing US president to have that happen to them, the unlucky guys. Question three, settings for TV series in the CSI franchise. So the city setting for the original CSI crime scene investigation series for one point, or the location in the name of the first spin-off series for two points. That's a very clear and concise question, isn't it? Question four, most populous cities in the Republic of Ireland. That's more like it. Um, yeah, so either the biggest or second biggest city in Ireland in terms of the number of people living there. It's a fairly clear order. And question five, to end this round, highest grossing film franchises. Not talking about individual films, but, uh, you know, groups of films that fall under the same banner. Um, so, yes, of all time highest grossing film franchises. You can be fairly general about this, I would say, and you'll still be fine. Let's see how this question goes. Complaints to the usual address. Um, right, that's the end of round three. There's only one thing to do, and that's round four. Don't move. Wait a minute. Disappointed! 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 This is my world. Round four, you guessed it, is the 116th ever round of the quiz cupboard and the first dedicated to the subject of food and drink. So if you eat or drink, this one's for you. It's called Recipe for This Answer. And all I've done is find some nice recipes on YouTube and chopped the audio up to remove the name of the recipe and any extraneous sizzling sounds, product placements, etc. What I sincerely hope is that there's enough information left in there for you to guess what recipe the chef is talking you through for two points. It's all going to be fine. Let's listen to the first clip, which comes from Nadia Katerina Muno, a.k.a. the Pasta Queen. Let's hear what she has to say. Like the Roman gods intended. No cream type of bacon called guanciale, sizzled till lightly crispy, then mix pecorino romano cheese with one egg yolk per person, and one extra. Combine everything together while your pasta is cooking. You will then have a thing of beauty, just like you are. Right. Oh, that's nice of her, isn't it? It seems like a very simple recipe, kind of, doesn't it? Not only a few ingredients, anyway. Um, what dish was the pasta queen cooking up there? Right, question two comes from Cooking with Aliyah. It's a traditional Moroccan clay pot, famous for its conical lid. Also the name of the Moroccan dish, which is usually a protein plus a vegetable or fruit and some sauce. First, let's prepare saffron water. Quarter the preserved lemon. Finely chop the parsley and cilantro. Place the chicken in the charmoula marinade and massage into the flesh. Cook for around 15 to 20 minutes until the onions and chicken release their juices and the liquids start simmering. One hour or more. For another 15 minutes or so, serve immediately with crusty bread. Bon appétit! 
Sounds lovely. Bon appetit. Thank you, Aaliyah. Don't worry about being massively specific with your answer on this one. I'm just looking for the, the general kind of thing that Aaliyah was cooking there. I made sure to keep in all the cooking times there. You may have noticed them clumsily edited in towards the end. Question three comes from Levi Roots as a guest on Jamie Oliver's show slash channel. Here it is. First thing we got, we're going to have the key ingredient first, which is this old spice or pimento. As, really? as the Jamaican name, pimento or Jamaican pepper. And garlic. And garlic as well. Everybody loves a bit of garlic. But the next thing here, oh yeah. man, give me one of these, man. A scotch bonnet. Lord of mercy. Traditionally, the wood is what determines the flavor. And then the wood of the pimento tree is used to flavor oh my Lord. the meat. Yeah, mash it up. <laughs> Massage it in. Yeah, yes, just rub it up. That okay, so marinating. What's the score? Well, you can leave it for an hour, you can leave it two hours, three hours, best overnight. Skin side down first Skin or Skin side down first, yeah, so you can get that oil going. Come on. Yeah, nice, proper. There we go. You can barely tell I've edited it, can you? I bet you could do that recipe right now. Um, so, yes, a general idea of what the dishes that they were cooking there. Please, for two points. Um, question four comes from Spain on a fork. The most iconic dish that hails from Spain. I'm going to use a nonstick fry pan, one large onion, three medium-sized potatoes. And we're going to get in there and give this a gentle mix. That way, all the potatoes and the onion are evenly cooked. Let's get our eggs ready. I'm going to whisk the eggs together until they're well combined. Transfer the fried potatoes and onion into the bowl with the whisked eggs. Then we'll season everything generously with sea salt. Very important to use a lower heat here. After four to five minutes, it's time to flip. After a total cooking time of nine to 10 minutes, which is four to five minutes per side, you can serve this either warm, at room temperature, or even cold. Mind-blowing delicious. Yeah, Spain on a Fork, the name of that YouTube channel. If you want to go and just listen to that guy's voice, that is none of my business, is it? Question five rounds us out for all the questions, and it comes from Chef Ben Reed. So what's inside this? This is a sheep's rumen, and inside we have four sheep's lungs. These are big sheep. Two hearts, two livers, the diaphragms, two diaphragms, the flanks, Got some sheep fat in there, some kidneys, then oats, of course. Then I wanted to make it fatter, so I got a load of beef bone marrow, and that's the only thing that doesn't come from sheep. Um, and then I'm just such a fan of tongue as well, so I've got 18 lamb's tongues in here, spices, and, and a little bit of blood as well emulsified in at the end. So it's very important to understand this is a, a trust dish. It's all about your trust in the cook. It's not really about what's in it. Well, that's lucky, isn't it, given that list of ingredients? I'm sure you can tell me what Ben was cooking there. Um, right, that's all of our questions. Uh, come back for the answers in just a second, please. Okay, now you're feeling super classy. Let's round out these Chandlers Bing Crosby. That is the correct plural. So let's go back over the clues. Uh, number one, hello, is it money you're looking for? This comic book kid makes it all night long. That was a singer and a fictional character, specifically Lionel Richie Rich. Lionel Richie, the singer of All Night Long and Hello, is it me you're looking for? And Richie Rich, a uh, character from Harvey Comics, also played by Macaulay Culkin on screen. Lionel Richie Rich, he's a rich child. So if you said Lionel Richie, one point. If you said Richie Rich, one point. But if you said that specific combination of their names, you get both points. Question two. Singer and actor. Dude looks like a lady, especially when he plays Medea. 
Stephen Tyler Perry is the answer. Stephen Tyler Perry. Stephen Tyler, the lead singer of Aerosmith, and Tyler Perry, who stars as Medea in a number of plays and movies. Question three. Running from a dinosaur in heels? Sounds like you need an aviator. So our actor there and tycoon combined were Bryce Dallas Howard Hughes. Bryce Dallas Howard a famous scene in Jurassic World where she's running from a big old dinosaur in a pair of heeled shoes and Howard Hughes, the strange man on whom the film The Aviator was based. So your full answer there, Bryce Dallas Howard Hughes. Question four, this second baseman helped cast away racial barriers in baseball. I couldn't find another way of getting a reference to the second guy in here, but uh, Jackie Robinson Crusoe is the answer. Um, Jackie Robinson, the first African-American Major League Baseball player, and Robinson Crusoe, of course, the eponymous character in Daniel Defoe's novel of 1719 about a castaway, castaway racial barriers, castaway. Hope you got that. If not, probably my fault. And question five, not many would call Han Solo the good soldier, but he does get a medal at the parade's end. Harrison Ford Maddox Ford is the answer. I, it's maybe my favourite answer that I've ever done in Chandler Bing Crosby. Um, the actor Harrison Ford obviously played Han Solo. There was a parade, wasn't there, at uh, the end of A New Hope, which is uh, one of the films that character is in. And The Good Soldier and Parade's End are some of the works of Ford Maddox Ford, the writer. Harrison Ford Maddox Ford, well done you, and more especially, well done me. Round two, let's hear at least a part of these false instruments questions again, and then I'll tell you the answers, as is my want. Question one. Yeah, so you heard Cindy Lauper there gallantly taking over the singing of True Colours, her song from 1986. So True Colours for one point. And if you said Cindy Lauper, the original artist, that's where you get your second point. Uh, Question two sounded like this on the cello, and then it's going to lead into the real song again. Indeed, bass guitar replaced by cello there in By The Way by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Point for each, By The Way, Red Hot Chili Peppers, 2002. Question three. I think you've either got that or not even before hearing that clip, but uh, the answer is Do I Wanna Know by Arctic Monkeys. Arctic Monkeys of Sheffield and Do I Wanna Know the song 2013. I don't know why I'm saying the years this time, but uh, I am. It doesn't make much difference. Question four then on the unusually high timpani and tubular bells. If you got that, it's either because you remember 1970 or because of The Simpsons. The answer is uh, close to you. Brackets, they long to be, close brackets, close to you. Close to you is a perfectly acceptable answer. Uh, by 
well, Carpenter's the most famous version of this, but there were, by my count, three versions before it. So we're also accepting Richard Chamberlain, Dion Warwick, Dusty Springfield, and I've also thrown in Burt Bacharach and Hal David, the songwriters, like I said, being nice and generous with the artist there. But Carpenter's They Long to Be Close to You is our main answer there for each of your two points. And finally, um, The Emotional Dog and Synth. Open brackets, everything I do, close brackets, I do it for you by Brian Adams is our song, a.k.a. the early 90s. So I do it for you is fine. If you put everything I do as well, that's also fine. And then Brian Adams for your second point. You knew that already, didn't you? You love that song secretly. That song plus Kevin Costner as Robin Hood, potent combination. Uh, right, I hope you got 10 for false instruments. Let's move on straight away to second the best, my favourite round, um, which is round three this week. So question one, teams in the 2022 FIFA World Cup, well, finishing positions of teams. Um, the winners were Argentina. You may have heard about a little guy called Messi. So one point if you said Argentina, in my opinion, the easier answer here. And in second place, France. Let's say in second place rather than losing finalists. It sounds better La France, two points. Argentina, one. Question two, assassinated US presidents. Well, the first unlucky victim was Abraham Lincoln in 1865. Very much a sitting president at the time. Uh, He gets you one point then. And uh, James Garfield will get you the two points. Garfield, 1881. Um, The second assassinated president. Question three. Settings for TV series in the CSI franchise. Well, CSI Crime Scene Investigation, the original series, was set in Las Vegas. It started in 2000. Las Vegas then will get you one point. And for the two points, the first spin-off was in Miami. CSI Miami, 2002. Followed a couple of years later by NY. I have to presume that stands for New York. Followed by CSI Cyber not a place and then finally back to vegas starting in 2021 but one point for las vegas and two points for miami is the pertinent information here question four most populous cities in the republic of ireland that of course doesn't count northern ireland we're not talking about the entire island just the republic of ireland the country that takes up most of the land mass dublin the capital Largest city by quite a long way. So that will only get you one point. But if you chose instead to say Cork, that is going to get you those juicy two points. Cork down there near the south coast of the country. Question five then, highest grossing film franchises. Um, Number one, uh, by quite a long way here is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That is what I would call a film franchise for one point. And Star Wars is second here for two points. Um, I'll read a few more from the list here, um, just because it's interesting. Apparently, number three is Spider-Man. That surprised me, although there seems to have been a lot of films lately. Number four, The Wizarding World, a.k.a. The World of Harry Potter, etc. Um, number five, James Bond. And then just the four Avengers movies are at number six. If you just do those, they are com- included in the MCU as well. But yeah, The Avengers, uh, number six, ahead of the 17 Batman films combined. 
Um, oh yes, and a little note here. Sadly, the Shrek franchise only made it to number 17. The important thing here, two points for Star Wars, one point for Marvel. That's all for second the best, and it looks like our remaining five answers are coincidentally all from the same round, which is round four. Recipe for this answer. Let's hear a short little clip of each one before I tell you what recipe they were talking about. Question one then. A type of bacon called guanciale, sizzled till lightly crispy, then mix pecorino romano cheese with one egg yolk per person. Sounds to me like a carbonara, doesn't it? Uh, any sort of pasta carbonara, if you put spaghetti carbonara, fine. Tagliatelle carbonara, whatever. Carbonara is the important thing for two points there. Thank you to the pasta queen. Um, question two, here's a bit of that. It's a traditional Moroccan clay pot, famous for its conical lid. Also the name of the Moroccan dish, which is usually a protein plus a vegetable or fruit and some sauce. The key word I'm after here is tagine. As I'm sure you know, tagine, the name of a pot and the dish cooked within that pot in Morocco and around the world. Now, of course, Aliyah was specifically doing a chicken tagine there, but the answer doesn't care about that. Tagine is what we want. Right, let's go back to Levi Roots and Jamie Oliver. First thing we got, we're going to have the key ingredient first, which is this allspice or pimento. Really? As, as the Jamaican name, pimento or Jamaican pepper. And garlic. And garlic as well. Everybody loves a bit of garlic. But the favorite. next thing here, oh yeah. man, give me one of these, man. A scotch bonnet. Lord of mercy. Lots of emphasis there from Levi on the Jamaican origins of this dish. They were making jerk chicken. Of course, it doesn't have to be chicken. Uh, jerk is the active word I was looking for and therefore the answer to that question. Jerk. Question four, Spain on a fork. Enjoy this voice again. Transfer the fried potatoes and onion into the bowl with the whisked eggs. Then we'll season everything generously with sea salt. Very important to use a lower heat here. After four to five minutes, it's time to flip. It is time to flip, but flip what? The answer is tortilla española. Tortilla, well, Spanish omelette. Uh, is also an acceptable answer, but tortilla is the word that they use in Spain there. So if you said basically any of those words, tortilla or Spanish omelette, then have your two points. Um, lovely. Mouth-watering recipe, that. And question five, speaking of which. So what's inside this? This is a sheep's rumen, and inside we have four sheep's lungs. These are big sheep. Two hearts, two livers, the diaphragms, two diaphragms, the flanks. We'll cut it there. You may remember there was more. Uh, the answer is, of course, haggis. Haggis, the edible bagpipe. Why not try cooking one for yourself this week? Don't know what else you're going to do because that is the end of our questions and answers for this week's Quiz Cupboard. Thanks for listening. I mean that. Please do keep spreading the word. If you have a friend or a cousin you think is socially stunted enough to enjoy the podcast, tell them about the Quiz Cupboard. Social media pages are still there at Quiz Cupboard. And there's always the email, quizcupboard at gmail.com if you want to pat me on the head or complain that the quiz is too easy or get in touch to tell me about the best haggis you've ever eaten. I'm John. It's all my own work. I will return once again for more of whatever this is next week. Peace out. Peace out.